0: Let's check out your headlines for today. To do that, we'll bring in Natalie Lovey from the 980 CFPL Newsroom. Good morning, Natalie.
1: Good morning, Devin.
0: The future of the Thames Park pool is still up in the air.
1: Yeah, the Thames Park pool may live to see another day, but there is a long road ahead to save it. City politicians voted yesterday to have multiple reports brought forward on the possible future of the pool and to engage with the public to get their feedback on the site's future. Now, city councillors would like city staff to report back by June on possible short-term solutions to have the pool open for the 2024 season. As staff say, it is not possible to open the pool this summer. Politicians would also like to have a more comprehensive report to be delivered sometime in 2024 on all options for the pool to be rebuilt or relocate- relocated. Committee members also asked for community engagement to gather residents' thoughts on what to do with the pool. A report presented to committee members by city staff recommended having the old South Pool decommissioned. The report outlined how the pool has experienced ongoing infrastructure problems due to its proximity to the Thames River and its location within the floodplain. The pool is vulnerable vulnerable to flooding there has been large public pushback by residents to the idea of decommissioning the outdoor pool a petition on change.org has over 3600 signatures calling for the pool to remain open for future use full council will vote on the delay in 2 weeks
0: we had a stabbing in the city yesterday and some of the details are disturbing
1: Yeah, a man was left with critical injuries after being stabbed in an apparent random attack in the downtown core yesterday. The incident happened at around 2.30 in the afternoon as a man waited in his vehicle at the train crossing near Richmond and Piccadilly Streets. Police say the suspect entered the victim's car, stabbed him and then ran away. Police say they don't know the suspect's motive at this time and it does appear to have been random but the investigation is in its early stages. The victim was treated by paramedics at the scene and rushed to hospital with critical injuries. Investigators have released a photo of the suspect. You can see it posted on our website, 980cfpl.ca. Anyone who has information is asked to contact London Police or Crime Stoppers.
0: For the second day in a row, elective surgeries at the LHSC are on hold.
1: Yeah, details are limited, but officials at the London Health Sciences Centre say elective surgeries and some other procedures have been cancelled for the day. The hospital issued a statement late yesterday afternoon saying its medical device reprocessing team flagged an issue with its surgical trays. Officials haven't exactly said what the problem is, but they've paused those procedures out of an abundance of caution, even though they believe the risk to patients is low. Anyone impacted by the pause in surgeries will be contacted by their care teams. If you don't hear from your care team, you should go to your appointment as scheduled. The LHSC says it plans to provide an update this afternoon and it deeply apologizes to patients and their care partners for this disruption.
0: Let's talk immunization because incomplete immunization records has led to more student suspensions in the region by the health unit.
1: Yeah, just over 1,100 London and Middlesex area students are being suspended from school starting today for lacking documentation for preventable diseases. Today's round of suspensions is the fourth since January, with a large number of students having been sent away from school. Ontario law mandates grade age students must have documentation showing they are vaccinated for nine preventable diseases or have a valid exemption. Dr. Alex Summers, Medical Officer of Health for the Middlesex London Health Unit, told 980 CFPL the majority of the time students Students are suspended for simply not having the documentation submitted. Some of the diseases students must be vaccinated against include measles and mumps. Today's round of suspensions are the fourth of seven between January and the end of the school year.
0: And it will appear the Nordstrom liquidation sale is leaving a lot to be desired by shoppers.
1: Yeah, the liquidation sale at six Nordstrom stores in the Toronto region has started, but many shoppers who were looking for a good good deal yesterday were not impressed. That's because most items in the store were only 5% off. Several shoppers took to social media to voice their disappointment with the low discount. One user tweeted, quote, the Nordstrom sale is a joke. The closing sale started yesterday after the Seattle-based retailer was given permission by the Ontario court to liquidate its merchandise. Many have been looking forward to the sale since Nordstrom, which carries luxury and designer items, announced earlier this month that it was closing all of its Canadian stores as it no longer saw a realistic plan for profitability. The liquidation process is expected to last until late June.
0: Let's check out what happened on this day in history. In 1818, Easter Sunday was held on March the 22nd, the earliest date it can occur. It will not fall on March the 22nd again until the year 2285. In 1885, troops were mobilized across Canada because of the Northwest Rebellion. In 1894, the Montreal Amateur Athletic Association won the first Stanley Cup championship game. The AAAs beat the visiting Ottawa Capitals 3 1 to win the cup in five games. The trophy was donated a year earlier by Governor General Lord Stanley of Preston to the Canadian amateur hockey champions. The Stanley Cup is the oldest pro sports competition in North America. In 1907, the first cabs with taximeters began operating in London. In 1929, the U.S. Coast Guard sank the Canadian rum runner I'm Alone in the Gulf of Mexico. Prohibition was enforced in the United States, but since the manufacture of liquor was legal in Canada, Ottawa took the position that it could not forbid its export. In 1960, the first patent on lasers was granted in the United States. In 1978, Canada's longest hostage taking ended with six hostages and their three captors coming out of a prison at St. Jerome, Quebec. The incident began March the 8th. In 1979, the National Hockey League and the World Hockey Association agreed to merge four WHA teams. The Winnipeg Jets, Edmonton Oilers, Quebec Nordiques, and New England Whalers joined the NHL for the 1979-1980 1979-1980 season. In 1990, Exxon Valdez Captain Joseph Hazelwood was found not guilty of being drunk and reckless after nearly 41 meter million liters of oil spilled into Alaska's Prince William Sound in March of 1989. He was convicted on a minor charge of negligent discharge of oil and fined $50,000. In 2016, former Toronto Mayor Rob Ford died at the age of 46. He succumbed to Cancer. 18 months after doctors discovered a softball-sized malignant tumor in his abdomen. In 2019, a truck driver who caused the deadly Humboldt Broncos crash was sentenced to eight years in prison. He drove through a stop sign and into the path of a junior hockey team's bus in rural Saskatchewan in April of 2018, killing 16 people and injuring 13. And on this day in 2022, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau said the Liberals reached a confidence and supply agreement with the NDP, which would see the New Democrats support the Liberals' minority government through 2025. Happy birthday to Ann Lee, who turns 48. Today, you share a birthday with William Shatner, who turns 92. May believe great uh, Dave Keon is 83. Author James Patterson is 76. Composer Andrew Lloyd Webber turns 75. Bob Costas is 71. Keegan-Michael Key's 52. And Reese Witherspoon is 47.